Welcome to episode 133 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we have a really special guest tonight. Uh, we had, we had said it yesterday in the podcast that dropped on Monday. We have Heidi Moneymaker here again with us. Um, she is, bl- uh, one half of Black Widow and the Infinity War and e- every movie since, the, uh, you know, Iron Man 2. Um, and she was graceful enough to, uh, say, yes, we will podcast. I will podcast with you guys again because, you won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way to get you off my back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you, Heidi, for 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 coming on. I, I know you're really busy. I know you were busy while we were trying to put this podcast together. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. No worries. I'm I'm happy to be here and happy to be with you guys again. So really quickly before we get into you know Avengers Infinity War because we got a lot of geeking out to do or nerding out to do. Last time we spoke, I just want to mention this because I, I know you had uh, you had uh, plugged this last time. I want to make sure that we mention it on the podcast. Is last time you were getting ready to launch the Action Star workout, and you know we follow you on Instagram, um, as you know, because we comment on a lot of your stuff. Yeah, um, that's great. You guys had just <laughs> you you had just uh, you had, you had released it last year, but uh, I want you to you know you create it with Lisa Paul Newman, so I want to make sure that you, uh, you you get your time right here to talk about the Action Star workout like you did last time. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, the Action Star workout um, we launched at the beginning of the year um, a DVD version, but we we just got our digital version version up and running, and we kind of had a soft launch recently, and then. Um, just last Sunday, we did a whole um, event with Samsung um, at the Americana brand, doing an outdoor workout and giving out digital copies of our workout. And um, there may or may not have been, you know, movie tickets to Infinity Wars that were given out as well. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, Lisa Paul Newman and I are partners in Fierce Lotus. That's our fitness lifestyle brand. And we hope to keep bringing all sorts of exciting new fitness, nutrition, and workout programs based in the world of film and action starring. <laughs> <laughs> so we guys go out to fiercelotus.com search uh, right on the page it's right there in the little hamburger action star workout you can get this kick-ass workout on dvd the digital version and correct me if i'm wrong but you can also uh learn the program and actually go and train other people as well yeah we have a teacher training course and yeah but exactly you have a it's ace nasm and afa certified so if you are already uh ACE, NASM, or AFA certified yourself as a trainer, you get credits um, towards your current certification, and you need to update those every two years. So it's a teacher training program for you if you want to get new CEUs, and it's also a program for you if you want to learn the program and go out and teach it in your gym or with your clients. You'll be a certified trainer. Exactly. How many workouts are out there that are that are taught to you by Black Widow? That's that's all I'm going to say about that workout. Right. <laughs> so again, we're here for Avengers Infinity War. I know you had asked me over text message. I didn't want to spoil my take on it. Um, I absolutely loved it. I, my mouth was, was dropped open the entire movie. Um, I, I was just completely blown away by it. What did, you know, BJ, you're welcome to I, kick in. And- I, I felt the same way. I mean, I, I've watched all these movies for the last 10 years and I can honestly say that. <laughs> This particular movie over all other movies was like a holy crap moment, one after another, after another, after another, uh, till the end. And then you were just exhausted, but in a good way. Uh, yeah. So, I I mean, we were, we were, compl- we just cannot believe what the Russo brothers did. We were just, <laughs> wow. They just brought everything in the kitchen sink. 
Yeah, they're genius, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. They did an yeah. amazing job. It's just this incredible journey the whole ride through. You don't have a moment to sit there and go, wow, that just happened. You're just in it. It's like you can't get off the ride, but you don't want to either. <laughs> so when you when you do a movie like this, it, it, it's obviously massive. Um, being the stunt woman, do you get any part of the script or you just get, do you get any part of the story of the action sequence that's going on? Does, do, do the Russo brothers say, okay, when you're doing this fight scene right here, it's, it's part of this story or do they just say, go kick ass? Well, generally when you work on a film, especially, you know, in the stunt department and most departments, especially if you're a department head or up higher up there, you need to know what's going on. So you generally get a script or at least you get an opportunity to read a script. And with this one, it was, you know, they were just so worried about the actual story getting out that they did let us read scripts or portions of scripts or pieces of things. And I think sometimes we weren't getting, I know that there were, I heard that there were some scripts going out that weren't the actual scripts, which you don't really know because generally when there's a script, there's often new pages and changes as you go. So after a while with this one, I just stopped asking questions. I'd just show up on set, be like, we're not shooting over there anymore. Great. Let's go and shoot over here. <laughs> um, I just kind of went with it because I knew it was just the amount of scheduling that went into this and the juggling that all the producers did and that the Russos did and the writers did. I mean, it's just, it's amazing what they pulled off with what they were dealing with, you know, between the actor's schedules and keeping this, you know, they had a seamless story with all these different, you know, stories involved. I don't know how they kept it together, but they did. It was just, it was a massive undertaking. So I felt my job on this one was to come in, kick ass and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, spe so speaking of kicking ass, I mean, there was a couple of um, scenes in particular, you know, the one where uh, the first fight, I think against, uh, is it Proxima Midnight? Who? Proxima Midnight in Corpus. Yeah, that's right. And how, now just oh, real quick, just disclaimer yeah, yeah. here. I feel like I'm still not, supposed to be giving out spoilers at this point even okay so okay we won't do spoilers but just um, a little bit careful with that okay no problem so proxima midnight though who who was that who was the stunt person and were they super tall or was that like completely cg'd or uh, we had like, actors and stunt performers involved in both those characters um they were they were cg they were mo-capped i should say mo-capped um, okay yeah so we had a couple of different actors and a couple of different stunt doubles. Um, Monique Ganderton was, uh, was partially Proxima. She was one of the actors and one, and one of the stunt doubles as well. Um, and we had a couple of different stunt guys that, you know, worked with Corvus and it was just sort of a team effort. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was very, I mean, really thrilling. And do you, so now some of these fight sequences, were they on set or was there some of them where you were actually like on location? We were, we were on set for, for my actual fights. I was on location both times I, I was in Scotland and I was out in, oh, cool. um, a general area that, you know, we shot a lot of the final battle in, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, we did have a, quite a few sets for the ships and stuff. Um, you know, in, in Georgia, we had a lot of sets actually. <laughs> um, so we had a little bit of, a little bit of everything with this one. It was, it was just massive. <laughs> we were everywhere. Did you say you were in Scotland for one of the shoots, right? You said? Yes, we were in Scotland. So for... When we podcasted with you last year, were you on set 
in Scotland. I, I was know in we Scotland, had yeah. <laughs> so you were filming one of the one of the earlier fight scenes. Yeah, um, it was. That's right. Oh, you sneaky Holy little cow! Devil <laughs> you, <laughs> you sneak! I'm so eeky out now. I have to go back and listen to that. And just be like, oh, she's got it. She it takes on a whole. Fight. It takes on a whole new perspective of when I'm talking to you. You had, or when we were talking to you, you had just gotten off the set of Avengers. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> she's all giggling. She's all ha ha. Well, like, she's like, ha ha. She's like, ha ha. Well, it's, it's not ha ha. It's more like, oh, good. I pulled it off. <laughs> I pulled it off. <laughs> I, work movie. <laughs> I did it. I wasn't Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> um, so I, I want to dive in a little bit more of the process here. So you, you've worked with, you've worked with Joss Whedon on the first two Avengers and now you're working with the yes. Russo brothers twice. With Civil War and with Avengers: Infinity War, can and you can you Soldier, tell us? Actually. Oh, that oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. And uh, so three times with the, the Russo brothers and, and twice with Joss. Can you can you kind of tell us what what it, the difference is? Kind of working with you know what what kind of directors they are and the differences in their filmmaking process. Well, I would say um, Joss is extremely creative and. It's, it's sometimes hard to read him because I feel like inside his brain, he knows exactly where he's going, what he's doing, what shot he's going to use and how he's going to use it. But he's just one person, so he's in there knowing it. So a lot of times he'll move on. He won't want to shoot anymore. And you're thinking, okay, well, we didn't really get our best take on that. I wish we could go again. <laughs> but then when you see the final edit, you realize that he knew he didn't need that second piece. He had it from another shot. Whereas with the Russos, they're two men, right? So a lot of times they're talking things out as we're going. So you kind of get a little bit of a feel for what they're thinking, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, they're both really very, very smart, very creative, and somehow have been able to keep all this entire universe all together. Um, so I would say for them, yeah, you just you kind of have a little bit more of an idea what they're thinking sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do they do they work pretty closely with Kevin Feige? I mean, was he on set quite a bit um, talking with him? Because I know he's like kind of the the guy that's kind of running the whole show. But yeah, there's another brilliant man. Um, you know, I you know I see Kevin sometimes, but you know, not being involved in every single scene and every single mm -hmm. sequence, I'm not. I couldn't tell you how often he was on set or not. And you know, a lot of a lot of stuff takes place in the offices, and you know, they don't. Yeah. probably always want the whole, especially with these ones, wanted to, probably didn't want the whole crew knowing everything that was going on at all times, you know. Um, but yeah, they all work really closely together. I mean, they have to. They're an amazingly strong team. Yeah, after this movie, I'm just so, I mean, I was blown away by it, but it, but right when it ended, I was like, Hold, where are they going from here? Like, I know that they've got, I'm sure they've got things planned for the next several years. This but. is where Heidi starts sweating bullets because you're talking about the <laughs> No, I'm not going to ask her any questions. <laughs> I just, I'm sure, I'm sure at the same time while you're in it, I'm sure you're also kind of like us. You're like, I wonder what's going to come next. Like, you know, because. Because uh, uh, you don't get to see the whole movie. So, right. I, you know, like we said, right. we follow you on Instagram. I saw, I think it was you and Lisa had gone to see the movie on Sunday, I think it looked like, on Instagram. We so went, was that, that was the second time you saw it or the first time? Yeah, actually, we, we went on, I went on Monday to the premiere, and then her and I went to the cast and crew screening on Wednesday. I don't think we posted till Friday because the movie was coming oh, out. Oh, okay, okay. No, we went to cast and crew on Wednesday, and that was the second time I'd seen it. <clears throat> Were you yeah. just were you just as as much in awe when you're watching this movie because you get a, like you said you got only got like a portion of the script so you didn't know the giant story or even if you got 
the portion that you got was even true. Yeah. I mean, the second time through was just as good as, as the first. And it just gave me a little bit of time to marinate. And, and actually it was kind of cool because I had a, a good friend of mine that was such a huge Marvel fan that I was able to take him to this. And it was actually really fun watching him because he was just mouth open the whole time. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. was us. that was us. <laughs> that was us. Yeah, Vic called me and he's like, you, Heidi just texted me and asked me how the movie was. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> I was like, but I, I can't tell her yet. I, I know, can't tell her exactly. Anything. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I want to pull a Heidi and not be able to spoil anything for her. <laughs> Exactly. You're all giggling too. Yeah. So did, I, did you did you cry at all in the movie when you watched it the first time? Or you know what? I I don't think I cried, but I I definitely definitely you know there's so many wonderful heartfelt moments in the film that it definitely it touched me. But the thing with it is too. I mean, I guess it's just you have this amazing balance between intense action. And then super, you know, emotional touching scenes that like mold right into like something hilarious. So yeah. you have this roller coaster of emotions that you don't even have the time to like have the full emotion before you're moving on to the next one. It's like a really intense experience. We, <laughs> they we did were, a great job balancing it. Uh, it yeah, we were just talking about that on the podcast <laughs> history is that the last movie we saw was, uh, was it Thor Ragnarok? No, no, it was but, Black Panther. But I mean, Thor Ragnarok didn't didn't do that it was like funny all the way through even during yeah. the heartfelt moments and that really bummed us out but then we saw this movie and it was like that's the way you do it you know just like this yeah. this is the way you have to have that perfect blend you know let let the emotions sink in let it marinate a little bit and then have the funny moments or the you know stuff to break the tension and whatnot yeah like pick you up with just a tiny bit where you're having a moment of like right like, oh man and then yes. the next thing you know, if, I can't you know, believe that happened. I can't yeah, believe I'm Anthony watching. Mackey's like saying something funny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, coming, coming on set to Infinity War versus the first Avengers movie, what what is that like? I, I know I've heard other the other actors saying they just knew that just coming to set the first day, they knew the scale of this movie. So did you get that same feeling coming to set? You you knew you were in a whole different, even though you've been, you're, you're a veteran of the series now coming to the set. Did you have a feeling that this is going to be bigger than you've ever done anything before? Oh yeah. I mean, even in, in prep, I, I didn't start, I was otherwise engaged, but I didn't start until we pretty much started shooting. I came in and did one rehearsal week and then was in it, which is usually not what I do. Um, but I came in and kind of looked at some of the previses. I don't know if you guys know what those are. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, basically they'd be kind of like shoot the scene, the action scene, I should say, um, in the gym with kind of our own little props beforehand just to show the directors what we're thinking um, so that they can approve or tell us what they want us to switch or whatever. And so I came in and saw some of these previses and I was just like, oh my God. What is he going wants to do on? What? Yeah. I was like, oh man, there's just so many. There was so many. And there, you know, there was just and then I realized, you know, what it was gonna be like to have all these characters. It's not like you had a movie with a bunch of characters. You had a movie with a bunch of A-list characters, like with the with the main stars of their own movies, and now you're trying to figure out how to give them all their equal action and their equal scenes and well except for three you literally had all the actors you had all the characters <laughs> yeah, in this movie. huge um <laughs> there yeah you, you just felt it from the beginning that it that it was big and not because 
it was almost the same crew, you know, it's like this, we have this really great family that have all kind of worked together for a long time. So it's the same people, but you could just feel the energy was a little bit different. And, um, you know, someone showed me an aerial shot that was taken when we were filming and I don't know how many trailers they had in base camp, but it was just too many to count. And I remember thinking, Oh my, Oh my gosh, this is like a village. This isn't base camp. This is, well, I mean, the the credits are like 20 minutes long, so it literally takes an entire village to make this movie. <laughs> I've never seen credits that long or stretched that far across the screen. I was saying that when we were in there. I was like, wow. Yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, we, we're we big Star Wars fans, so Star Wars credits are always huge. But for some reason, this was just ridiculous. Like, it just kept going and going and going. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I just literally thought, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder if this is like Cleveland. You know, like... Is, <laughs> What city does this movie equal to? Like, if you put everybody who worked on this movie, what population would it be? It'd probably be bigger than like a lot of the southern Ro- cities. Rhode I mean, Island. possibly it was, it was, it was big. I live in I live in the Sacramento area, and I gotta say, like, it's probably the same amount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty big. Yeah, you may be right. <laughs> I mean, it was massive in scale, and I'm I'm not surprised. Like, as we're talking right now, the box office just came out. And I guess it broke like a ton of records, which I mean, it, it should. Yeah, it should do that. But what I was amazed was, is that, you know, we we're I mean, we're huge DC fans as well. But the movies that they've been doing have not been good. But I don't know if you saw, but like Infinity War actually did uh, in two days what Justice League did in its entire run, which wow. is insane. That it's is absolutely insane. insane. Well, well, right over the weekend and Monday, it surpassed Justice League's entire run. Oh my god! So great worldwide. I mean, and it still it still hasn't opened in China and Russia yet. Wow! So it's going to get another boost. That's amazing. Well, you know, it's it had such you know anticipation coming into it, and I know that everyone's been so excited for this. But it it could have made that much money and then not been a great movie and fizzled out. But it is a great movie, you know. It really is. It's they, the Russo, the, the entire Marvel team. I mean, they they pulled off the impossible in my eyes. Like I remember being on on set, being like, "How are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to tie everything together? <laughs> how are you know, like, how is this going to work? Because it's just it's it's just it's amazing what they did. I am really I'm so impressed, and I know it's gonna it's gonna blow everyone out of the water. This is literally like a Marvel casserole that they pulled off somehow that doesn't taste like crap. Yeah, but like a good one. Not with just some crappy tuna and macaroni, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like filet mignon and like, like truffle mac. Right. It's like all these great, like A-list ingredients. And, and Thor. You threw them all, <laughs> <laughs> you threw them all together and it, it would taste like crap, but somehow, you know, they, they pulled in, I don't know, they pulled in a Bobby Flay. <laughs> well, yeah, the Russo brothers, the Bobby Flay of yeah of movies. They they, I mean, we were a little nervous coming into this movie, but after seeing like Winter Soldier and Civil War and what these guys were doing, I mean, it was pretty like we were pretty confident that the movie was going to be fairly good. I didn't realize it was going to be this good. Like it it really blew me away. It really, and I'm I'm actually very disappointed with uh, with the Rotten Tomato ratings and why people are actually calling it rotten. I mean, some of the, uh, the things that have been coming out is so ridiculous, you know, like, Oh, the movie's only one half of a full movie or, you know, that would mean like the empire strikes back sucks because it's only one half of a movie. Right. It's like the, well, there was a pretty big, intense and heartfelt conclusion. So it's hard for me to 
sit there and say, okay, this is only one half of a movie. I mean, that. This is the first that it's ever happened, even though Justice League came out. And, and this is why I say this is the first, because they took 10 years to get this movie together. There's no reason to explain all these characters' backstories, all their motivations, all the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. We've lived with them for 10 years. Yeah, so they did. They did it are, in the last few movies. <laughs> exactly. You are able you are able to put two and a half hours of just what you've been building for. 10 years to build up to this and it's it's unlike any other movie that's ever been made because they've took their time. They took a decade to build this movie up. So, I don't, I don't know what they're saying. We we both gave it, you know, our highest honor of five lightsabers and five chainsaws. <laughs> no, yes. it's it was so, I mean, it was just so exhilarating. And it is a, it's a repeat movie. It totally is because there's so many things going on that you can't possibly get it all in. And, yeah. You know, it's like you got to go to Disneyland 10 times to get it all in. You've got to go many, see this movie. A how many of times have you seen it, Heidi? I've seen it twice now. Okay. But, I'm uh, the only one that's seen it once. Uh, but I will see cool. it. I will, well, I'm going to go see it tomorrow morning. I, I got the whole kid thing that I got to get rid of him so I can go see it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bring them. <laughs> <laughs> They're too young. I think you're, well, yeah, your kids are too young. I brought all my kids to Infinity War and they, I can show them the trailer, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it <laughs> especially this movie, sure. especially this movie. There's no way I'm going to start them with this movie. They'll be scared like hell. Yeah, I guess so. it could be kind of scary. Well, I've got to go. I, my niece hasn't seen it yet, so I'm probably going to see it a third time. How old is she? She's 16. Oh, okay. So oh, she's, she's awesome. good. She's good. I actually, I invited her to go to the cast and crew, but bless her little moneymaker heart, she was working really hard trying out for the cheer team, and she was taking extra private lessons and doing all these tumbling classes, and she didn't want to miss one. I would have quit. My, uh, <laughs> I would have quit. You know, right if you like proud of her, she didn't go. My, uh, my, my cell phone did not ring for that <laughs> at all. The same. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that text message. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I am. Uh, I would have sewn. I would have. I would have definitely called Southwest and got a ticket down. And been, yeah, I'm going right now. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Heidi's like, "Oh, my niece decided to go." So, oh, sorry, sorry. man. <laughs> here, we'll tell you how it goes. Oh, rock paper scissors her for it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so just really quick, I, I want to ask a couple of uh, a couple of questions about uh, Avengers, and I want to move on to like your other stuff here. We're running a little bit on time. Your your uh. I want to know what your your favorite stunt of so far that you've had in 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 the MCU. What's your favorite stunt been so far? Um, well, that's a tough one. Oh, it's like that's all a your tough babies. one. I know. I don't know that I've had a favorite stunt. Hold on, let me think back here. Um, I've gotten to do some of the most amazing fights that I've ever done with these movies, just because of the acrobatics and everything that are involved. Um, I would say one of my favorites, and this is going to, I'm pulling this from a fight, um, was in the original Avengers when um, Black Widow is supposedly taken captive by these Russians and she gets a oh. phone call and she's like, guys, leave me alone. I'm busy handling it. Just, yeah. And they rush her and she's like, fine. Hold on a second. She just, she goes from being, you know, handcuffed to a chair to just annihilating these guys that were just supposedly some of the, you know, worst Russians on the planet. Um, I, I really love that fight, and it, mostly because I really love that scene. But one of the things I got to do was um, a double front kick on a guy named Jeff Wolf into a taco, into a kip up, and that 
I don't know why I'm saying that's my favorite. It was one of the more painful. Because <laughs> <laughs> you land on your back and then you flip up, right? Yeah, you kind of like land on the back of your neck and then your feet go over your head and then you kip back up. But you yeah. like, generally you do that from your feet and it's still kind of like, okay, you land on the back of your neck and you kip up. But now I'm, I'm jumping up in the air. I'm kicking both my feet into some guy's chest. And from his chest height, I'm landing on the back of my neck. So um, that was one of my favorite ones just because it, it was unique. You know, girls don't usually do that in cocktail dresses, you know, without that. <laughs> <laughs> now that seems really memorable. And I remember, like, I remember Iron Man two quite a bit, but yeah. that, I think that scene is where kind of a lot of us like fell in love with her. We're just like, Oh my God, she kicks so much ass. That I, was so yeah, exactly. Amazing. I'd love to see a little bit of that personality come back. And I know there's just been so much involved in all these other films, um, you know, with, you know, all the other stories they need to tell. But that to me was like, that that shows who she was. She's a Russian spy. She's a human, you know, she's not a superhero. She can mm-hmm. do super things, but she's, you know, part of what makes her amazing is she's extremely, you know, highly trained and she uses her brain. Um, so I'd, I'd love to see them. I'd love to, to have the chance to bring that a little bit back into her character. You know, we might be able to, because there is rumblings that she's supposed to get her own movie. So, so I maybe we'll see you again. Yeah, I know. I know you're not going to say a damn thing, but I'm just saying I read on the internet that that might be a possibility. Yeah, I read that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she could be on set right now and she could just be like smoking right. from here and we would have no idea. She's on the set of a Black Widow movie right yeah, now. We would have That's no hilarious. idea until like next year. She's like, oh yeah, I was on set, guys. I was funny. I was trying to get out of um, so the, another movie that, you know, since we, since we had you on, uh, last year, I remember, uh, I think texting you or sending you a message over Instagram for John Wick 3. They had cut your really badass, uh, uh, kick from the trailer in there. Do you think, uh, you'll be doing any more? There's, I'm sorry, John Wick 2. Oh, yeah. Do you, like, hmm. uh, can you tell us if you're going to be doing any stunt work on John Wick 3? Um, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to be doing any stunt work, but I'll probably have a little bit of, to do with it. Cool. We shall see. I will have to. I'll have to pick your brain to see to look for you in the trailer if there's anything in there. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, we've, there's so much going on right now that um, hard to be a part of everything. But yeah, you're a little busy of things you can't tell us about. See if I can, see if I can get myself killed once or twice by John Wick again. <laughs> you were also uh, recently in uh, 2017. You uh, you you were in uh, Wolf Warrior Two. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That was a big one. Um, yeah, you know, my sister actually the other day on Sunday, I think, sent me a text and was like, oh, my gosh, Avengers just broke 630 million or whatever it was, like breaking record, the number one movie. And I texted her back. I'm like, yeah, first Wolf Warrior. Now this. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's really big internationally. Yeah, I'd made it, it actually. I was joking, but because the day that, you know, I went to do that movie and it was a really exciting and fun movie, but I didn't I had no idea it was going to do what it did. And I remember I was in Georgia you know, shooting these last Marvel movies. And I got a text saying, Hey, your movie's <laughs> breaking world records right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. Awesome. So that, that wasn't the first time you were in a, um, a foreign movie, correct? You, you've been in, you've been in a few foreign films. I've like worked internationally, but I've never been in an actual foreign film. Every film I've ever worked on internationally has had an American production company. Okay. So that was your first foreign yeah. production company, right? Yeah, it was. So, Really quickly, I know we're getting short on time. Is there any, is there, you know, besides the language barrier, what's, what's it like the difference between working on something like Wolf Warrior 2 and working on Infinity War? 
Like, what's it like coming to the set? Um, well, it's really different um, in the sense that there's they just have a whole bunch of different. Well, I should say we have a bunch of rules about stuff. You know, they're they're a little bit more like you come to set. Um, you know, there's not always a dressing. There's not that there's not a dressing, but they don't have trailers. Like it's a little bit more laid back. Um, you know, they they don't have sort of the same you know, big woohoo factor that we have in LA or in other places when you, you know, you throw your signs up and you have your trailers mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, but it was, it was really, really fascinating because, you know, you, you kind of work, i worked really closely with Hu Jing. who's like a bit of a hero, you know, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm doing a huge fight with him and, you know, so cool. yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was, it was a little intense. Um, for one thing, he was the director and the star. So, you know, that, not that that was complicated. It was just different because you're working together, but you're, he's also trying to direct at the same time. That's like an added layer for sure. Yeah. And you know, he'd never fought an actual woman before. He said that he's, he'd done fights with, you know, you know, females before, but it was always usually a guy doubling the girl. So it was the first woman he'd ever fought. And so he bless his heart, you know, like he's pretty hardcore and both he and I, our forearms were, I mean, they look like red loaves of bread by the time we were done fighting just because <laughs> how hard we were blocking and it was it was disgusting i have pictures of it but he um you know he's he was really you know at first very kind of gentle and trying to figure out how to how to be you know i guess appropriate <laughs> and finally i was like kick me in the chest <laughs> <laughs> i'm black uh, widow i can handle this you don't have any idea i can handle this oh man uh, <laughs> i didn't want to go that far you never know yeah exactly. I can kick. <laughs> so is there is there uh i've watched a lot of jackie chan films and i grew up watching jackie chan before he ever became you know huge here you know i grew up on police story is there is there a difference between the the safety with stunt work over there than it is here. I, I, I've noticed that when Jackie talks about his films, you know, sometimes uh, back in the day, they used to put down just cardboard boxes mm-hmm. when they're making like a major set, or if he's jumping out of a car, there's nothing really to catch him or one of his other stunt people are. Did you get that same feeling on this set? Is that the safety is a little bit different uh, with, yeah, with an American production? Different. And I think part of that is that we in America, especially California, I mean, you, we have so many rules and laws and stuff. I mean, first of all, I'm a huge fan of everything being over safe all the time. I would much, you know, I, I do a lot of hairy stuff and I, I get my ass kicked sometimes, but when it comes down to it, if they say I can put a pad here, we're not going to see it. I'll take it. I'm not going to be a hero. I'm happy to like land on a pad. You know, I've been doing this right. long enough to where I'm like, you know, I busted myself up enough for that. Um, but I think we, you know, here in America, you can sue people for almost anything, you know? So, not to say that you shouldn't be that that safety conscious, but I think it's become more of a thing here to be that safety conscious because there's been accidents and there's lawsuits. Whereas I feel like in some other countries they don't have those exact rights or those you know opportunities, and so the production doesn't suffer from it, so they don't take as much of a a lead on that. Um, but I mean, they had they were the stunt guys were amazing. The stunt team was really great. Um, I felt pretty. I felt pretty good the whole time I was there. We had a, we had an American. We actually had a lot of our Civil War fight team there. Oh, nice! Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. we had Sam Hargrave was um, the action director of the film, and he was the assistant second unit director on Affinity Wars and our stunt coordinator and everything. So he was he was out there and kind of put the team together. And we had Aaron Tony who doubles um, Anthony Mackie and Daniel Hargrave, and we had a, you know we had 
whole team out there. Um, so I always felt really safe. You know, they were, they were always really great. I mean, you know, it's something to be said when you're, you know, riding a dirt bike and having, you know, chasing a, a bunch of cars and, you know, a little dirt road when you feel pretty safe the whole time, you know, something, someone's doing something right. Hit by a drone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but I mean, those things are dangerous. I, I yeah. think, um, they were like flying in this, you know, what was a shanty town and everything. I think the side of it clipped like a little piece of something that was on a roof. And it, I was hanging off the side of a Jeep and it flew into the, just barely hit the top of the windshield. And so it didn't hit me, but like, wow, yeah, those things can be pretty dangerous. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here and I just want to say thank you. I just have one last thing. I, I feel like we've become pretty good friends over this year. Oh over yeah. Instagram friends. Like casting crew next time friends. Yeah, maybe. I, I, you know, I, I kind of I want to I want to extend an invite to you for you know for Thanksgiving and Christmas. You're welcome to come to my house for Great. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Do, do you by any chance want to return the hospitality by inviting me over to the set of Avengers Four at all? Um, it, she, I don't think she's in it. She doesn't know. Right. May or might, may or might not be in Avengers Four. How about this deal? How about um, if I. Next time I'm working on a Marvel film, if I have the opportunity to invite guests to the set and I can get it cleared, I will do my best to get you on it. How about that? Holy shit balls. I got to I got to go wipe right now. Well, you know, <laughs> having said that, it's not that easy to do. Right. No, I, I, there's just no, the thought there is not even, really nice. There's not even an ounce of me that thinks this is going to happen, but that's just the fact that you just said that, I'm going to go wipe myself. Well, that's just insane. Nothing happens until you put it out there. So you always got to ask. The answer is no until you, until you ask, right? That is very, very true. That's very true. You're invited permanently for Thanksgiving and Christmas. If I can go on. (laughs) Awesome. Just so you know, I have two dogs and two cats. Okay. (laughs) I I brought two dogs back from China on Wolf Warrior. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is, this is, this is how much of a nerd I am. I am extremely allergic to cats. You can bring them over anytime you freaking want. If I get to go to the set of Avengers 4. You'll be unrecognizable because your face will have included. However, right. it'll be so worth it. It's so worth it. He's confident hacking. I love this place. I don't care. This is amazing. I can die happy. I'm going to have like EpiPins all over my body. I'm going to look like a pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, thank oh, you so much, Heidi, sure. again, for, for coming on. This was a blast. I'm so glad we got to talk to you again. Thank you very, very much. We really appreciate absolutely. it. Yeah, right. absolutely. Love you guys. You guys are great. Thanks again so much. Uh, do you want to plug it one last time before we say goodbye? Plug your Bye. plug your site. I would love to. Uh, my site is fiercelotus.com, and the workout is the Action Star Workout, and the teacher training program is the L3 Complete Fitness based off the Action Star Workout. Excellent. Thank you you so much, Heidi, again. And until next time. So that was uh, episode 133 with Heidi Heidi Moneymaker on Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later.